Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Well, today I am bringing you Season 1, Episode 9, entitled 80s Block Party. This episode aired February 25th, 2021. Yes, this is the second to last episode of Season 1, the only season of the new Punky Brewster that we got. So, in this episode, Punky plans an 80s-themed block party for her neighborhood, Izzy meets Punky's long-absent mother. This episode's got an 8.3 out of 10, based on 58 ratings. Let's see who we have guest starring. Of course, we have Sean returning, who's played by Connor Hustling, who is Hannah's boyfriend, kind of, sort of, who knows. We have Sharon Lawrence as Susan. We have... Jagger Blue. This is actually, um, this is Soleil Moonprize's youngest daughter playing Emma. We have Damon PFAFF as Glenn. We have Stevie Decane as guitarist. Taylor Gordon as drummer. I'm guessing these are Travis's bandmates. Terry Ivins as lead singer, Ginger Rays as bassist, and Scott Simons as keyboardist. Director of this episode, Kelly Park. We have writers Steve and Jim Armo Armagita. <laughs> Never been able to pronounce their names. David W. Duclan, of course, creator of the original Punky Brewster. Written by Clay LaPerry, Le- Francesca, and Jacqueline. Gailey's, we have Eugene Garcia Cross, and Mano Agapion. Again, I apologize if I can't pronounce your last names. All right, no trivia, of course. (laughs) All right, so I mean, we're just gonna cut right into this. We're just gonna jump right into this episode. I honestly remember watching. I thought it was really cute. I like that we get to see Izzy dressed up like season one Punky Brewster with a purple vest. And Brandon and Izzy's got her hair in pigtails. It's just so adorable. So, of course, we have a cold open here. I'm going to play this. Punky's trying to rap in. Well... It's very cringeworthy. Even the kids most likely say, Oh, she's singing again. Sunny side scrambled fried souffle. Punky Brewster ain't no rooster. She's an egg gourmet. Uh Uh-oh. Punky's rapping to eggs. That can't be good. Nah, it's when she raps, she's in a good mood. It's when she starts singing show tunes that you want to stay out of her way. Oh, wiki, wiki, wiki. I am in a great mood. The annual block party's coming up. Oh, the annual thing? Block party? Each year, the neighborhood blocks off the street for a party with some dumb theme, like fun in the sun or take down those wind chimes, Karen. It's like the apocalypse with corn dogs. The only reason to go is for the raffle. Unfortunately, you only have like one in a hundred chances of winning. Oh, yo, we should go together. Get those odds to one in two hundred. <laughs> Do you just charm your way through school? Well, this year is going to be different because they put old Brewster in charge, and I've already got a great idea for a theme. 
than 1980. Yeah. It's going to rad to the max. I'm not wearing leg warmers. <laughs> How do you dress up like the 80s? For a smart, independent seven-year-old, I might have some ideas. I'm sorry, but I don't get your obsession with the 80s. I'll give you the Rubik's Cube, but other than that, it's a cultural desert. Not true. The 80s gave us Run DMC's scrunchies, the Goonies. Even the word bad meant good. Where's the beef? What beef? I figured there'd be some pushback, so I curated a list of movies and music for you guys to listen to to get you totally stoked. Yeah, Mom, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but God, no. <laughs> the never-ending story. And no turn around. So, yeah, it's breakfast time in the Brewster place. We got pancakes. <laughs> oh, they're worried because Punky is rapping. And Hannah says if she starts singing show tunes, get out of her way. Well, of course, Punky's in a happy mood because she's in charge of the theme for the block party. It's an annual thing. There have been a couple of them, like Fun in the Sun and Take Down Your Wind Chimes, Karen, according to to Hannah. And it's, it's just oh, it's so cool. And the kids, of course, they don't get it. They don't get the 80s. Like, what's the big deal with the 80s? Daniel even says, I'll give you the Rubik's Cube, but that's about it. <laughs> He says it's a cultural de it's a desert or something. Like, bite your tongue, young lad. <laughs> the 80s were awesome. Even though I was born in 82. If I'd have been born in, like, the mid-70s, I probably would have been able to enjoy more of the 80s. But anyway, she's curated a list of movies and songs for the kids to get familiar with. And of course, as soon as Diego mentions the never-ending story, immediately Punky snaps right in to sing it. And I mean, honestly, can, we can all say that Stranger Things put that song back on the map again. Season, end of season three, Stranger Things put the never-ending story song back on the map. Because as soon as I hear it, I, now I think of Stranger Things, I don't think of the never-ending story. And, of course, Diego wants to win this raffle so bad. I don't know what you can win, but he tells Daniel to, like, jump in on it. So that way, because Daniel says the odds of you winning are, like, one in a hundred. And Diego says, yeah, but if you also jump in and do the raffle, it'll cut the odds down. Because one of us has got to win. You know, as the thing is, I realize, like, we're, like, almost midpoint in the 20s already. Once we get into the 30s and 2040s, the 80s are going to get farther and farther away, and I realize how much older I'm getting. <laughs> All right, so we come out of the intro now, and, of course, Travis has his own items in a box that he says, defined a generation. Oh, yeah, Laura, up. Uh, <laughs> Hannah also mentions about I'm not wearing leg warmers. I never wore leg warmers, but I'm pretty sure my sister did, at least. I think there's a picture of her wearing leg warmers. Items in this box defined a generation. Now, they may no longer hold any financial value, but they're all 
all still priceless to me. Say anything? Breakfast club? Footloose? A small Midwestern town forbids dancing, but nothing can stop Kevin Bacon from dancing in his tank top. Yay! Yeah, how are we supposed to play any of these? What? Hello with a B C R. He's got the top loaded how one. Are people still alive. But... Thanks for bringing these over. Are you kidding? It's every dad's dream to impart his pop culture taste upon his children. <laughs> hey, could we talk for a second? Sure. So, about the other night, that was... Yeah, it was a total well, mistake. Damn, I knew I should have gone with total mistake. I mean, it was fun, but... No, no, I, I get it. You made it clear you're on your own path, and I need to respect that. I will also respect it if you're up for more kissing. Trap. All right, fine. I'm playing by your rules. You're listening. That's new. I, I just don't want things to be weird between us. It doesn't need to be weird. I mean, we're co-parents and friends. Yeah, we, we just need to keep it professional. <laughs> So the kids go through the box, they pull out what Footloose, say anything in the Breakfast Club. When Daniel pulls out the Footloose VHS, I'm like, clearly they couldn't get the rights to show the actual VHS cover of Footloose because I know what it looks like I worked in a video store. And that is not the Footloose VHS cover. So, and of course, Diego's like, well, how do we play these? And Travis pulls out a top-loading VCR. Well, you could have just as easily... I mean, I know old times sake VHSs. I grew up with them. So you could have easily gotten it on, you know, a DVD. But whatever. It's about the 80s. We're celebrating the 80s. So Travis and Punky Toff in the kitchen, they're still trying to figure out where they stand with the kiss at the end of the last episode. And Travis is up for more kissing if Punky is while we figure. And, and Punky is pretty much like, look, it, he, he says, oh, it was fun. She says it was a mistake. He's like, oh, I should have said it was a mistake. And she's like, just look, we're here. We can do this. We're co-parenting. Let's leave it at that. We don't need, they don't need to get be confused by this. They don't need to confuse their kids by having them see them kissing because they're going to get the wrong idea thinking their parents are getting back together when they're actually divorced. Just keep it professional. Just keep it as co-parenting. That's all you need to do. Thanks for coming over and helping with my 80s homework. What is it with old people in the 80s? My dad oh. still reminisces about his mullet. Calls it the glory days. You know, say anything isn't so bad. I love that Lloyd and Diane have a song. We should have a song. We do. <laughs> the Law and Order theme song? <laughs> Wait, for real? It was playing the first time we kissed. I'm not sure that counts. Of course it does. Every time my parents watch a rerun of Law and Order, I think of you. So romantic. 
So, of course, it being the 80s and it's a block party, you get to dress up like the 80s. 80s characters. Um, real quick, of course, we see Hannah and Chad. Hannah and Chad? Hannah and Sean? Where did Chad come from? I don't know. Gosh, it feels like we haven't seen them since episode 3 or 4 or whatever, but you know, honestly, I'm not complaining. <laughs> it was a quick one-and-done scene. They're watching Say Anything, and Hannah wants to know why they don't have a song, and Sean says, oh, we do a salon order theme. And she's like, that's not, that, that, no. And he's like, yeah, I played the first time we kissed. And she's like, no, try again. And he's like, no, every time my parents watch a rerun, I think of you. And she's just like, oh my gosh, boys are so clueless. Well, the one thing I'm just like, they say, they say, what's up with the old people in the 80s? I'm like, excuse me? Don't you dare refer to me as old. Not me personally, but just in general. I'm not ready to be at that point yet. Maybe in another 20 years when I'm 60. So I'm guessing this is going to be... Punky's? Hannah's? Somebody is... Either Punky's room or it's... Okay, I think it is Punky's room. Because we have Hannah and we have Izzy. Who are trying... They're trying to help... Punky decide which type of Madonna to be, because she's going to be Madonna. She's like, do you want, excuse me, uh, border, borderline Madonna from her borderline song. Or what, like a virgin Madonna? <laughs> like a prayer Madonna? <laughs> so many different Madonnas. Material girl Madonna, like material. the virgin material girl Madonna. Yeah. Material girl. Mom, did you and Dad have a song? Yeah. I'm in love with a girl by a big star. It was playing the first time he said he loved me. It was raining and he held his jacket over me and his lip did that curl thing. Or something stupid like that. Who remembers anymore anyway? Me and Brandy had a song too. The ice cream truck song. It was playing the first time I took him out for a walk. Although it's not as romantic as your story, because he was pooping. Ew. Apparently, Sean and I have a song too, but I hate it. Oh, it can't be that bad. It's the Law and Order theme song. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. This is my first boyfriend. A first song is a big deal. We won't get this opportunity again. I, I want one with soul, with heart, with... I don't know, words. Then upgrade it. There should be a grace period for something as important as a couple song. Upgrade it. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. You're mixing Madonnas. Can Brandy come to the block party? Oh, honey. I don't want him to get lost. Please, I'll watch him. He has to come. He's a member of the block. I'll think about it. Now let me show you some things that I was thinking... That. It's a letter I wrote to my mom a long time ago. I never got to deliver it. I don't even need to open it. I still know it by heart. Izzy. 
Do you think we could do this a little later? Sure, I get it. Mom's, am I right? So the subject of a couple's song was Hannah just like, oh my gosh, we need to have a better song than the Law and Order theme. Punky talked about her song with Travis when he first said that he loved her. And I like how Izzy says, oh, me and Brandy have a song too when I took him out to go to the bathroom for the first time. Although it wasn't really romantic because he was pooping. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ice cream truck song. Oh, that's probably because an ice cream cream truck was going by. Yeah, God, it just makes me think. Whenever I hear the, uh, the second album of Josh Groban, the Closer album, that is mine and Jeremy's early dating days. Like when we just started dating, I had that playing all the time. And of course, there's the song we danced at at our wedding, a groovy kind of love by Phil Collins. <laughs> so Punky tells Hannah, look, this is a big deal because Hannah said this is my first boyfriend and a couple song is very important. Punky says, hey, there should be a grace period, you know, to make a decision like this. Just talk to him. I'm sure you guys can come up with something. And so while Punky is going through that trunk full of different Madonnas, like Material Girl or um, the other Madonna, uh, borderline Madonna. She was gonna say like Virginia, like no, 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 material girl. So she finds a letter that she wrote. I thought it was gonna be a letter from Henry or something like that, but it's a letter that she wrote to her mom. Like when was the last time she opened that trunk? Is my guess is it's been a very long time. So. She asks Izzy, like, hey, oh, yeah, Izzy asks if she can bring Brandy to the block party. And I understand Punky's hesitation. She's worried that even though, I mean, they are closing off the block and everything, still the dog could get lost. I don't want to worry about that. She says, look, I'll think about it. And she's like, look, let's table this for later. Because she needs some, Punky needs some alone time to think about this. We go to the boys' room, Diego and Daniel. Daniel is rocking a purple prince outfit in the mirror. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> of course, all Diego cares about is <laughs> this raffle. Like, mom's putting us in charge of selling all the raffle tickets. Oh, that's right. I think Diego goes as Marty McFly from Back to the Future. I think. And then, um... I think Punky is like Material Girl. Okay, Mom put us in charge of selling all the raffle tickets, right? This is our. Whoa. So majestic. I've been watching Prince videos 24 hours straight. Uh. Honestly, I can no longer tell where Daniel ends and the purple one begins. Okay, we'll snap out of it because we have to figure out how to rig the raffle did mom tell you what the prize is no i mean i looked in all her favorite hiding spots nothing you know what that means it's big oh like a dirt bike 
or a smell of a tasteful watercraft. Whatever it is, we have to win. And I have just the plan. We pull all our money together and buy all the tickets we can. Then we try really hard not to sell the rest of the tickets. I knew your low moral standards would pay off one day. Split the prize 50-50. $65. I would not waste that. 37 cents. Pardon. So, of course, they get they don't know what the prize for this raffle is going to be. And Diego's like, well, I looked all over the place. Daniel has been watching Prince videos 24-7. So, he is, he is set. I like that he's, like, got a little, like, he's got pegs, like, four pegs above his bed. On the, on the wall there that hold his four different hats. So cute. <laughs> so Daniel's got 65 bucks and Diego's got like $2.37 or something. I'm just like, I'm like, Daniel, don't waste your money on the raffle tickets. Seriously, that's $65. I don't know how long it took him to save that money, but I wouldn't waste it on raffle tickets. Glad you're here. I could use a hug. This is nice. You and me hugging beneath a beautiful sky. While this cool song with relatable lyrics plays coincidentally from my phone. I'll never forget this moment. It's perfect. R.I.P. Fuzzball. What? I just buried my pet hamster. I think of her every time I hear this song. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so will I. of drinking water before I head back out? Why, of course. Sup, Jerry? Sup, Travis? Do that. He asked for a glass of water? Girl, he knocked on the door and now he's gonna help with the block party? It's like you two are dating. Oh my god, you're dating. Shh. I'm dating. 
just accidentally kissed. Oh, girl, I gotta sit down. If you say, oh, you know, I gotta walk this out. It was a mistake. It happened another night. Can we please talk about this after he leaves? If he leaves, girl, he's probably getting there writing his alternative note preferences on your grocery list. I am not taking Travis back. Just because he's helping out more, it doesn't mean that he's changed. I mean, he's still a musician. Now, will you excuse me while I find a dependable musician? Ooh, this band should be good. Their number's 867-5309. Hello, you've reached Bon Halen. You call and we jump so high we're living on a prayer. Can I help you? Travis? Can I call you back? Well, I guess now's a good time to tell you the band got offered a tour, but I turned it down. You turned down a tour? Yeah. To play for Bon Halen? It pays well. People pay stupid amounts of money for old music they could just hear for free on the radio, which in itself is a comment on the stunted state of listening. You said no to a tour? It wouldn't be right. I need to stay home and be a more present parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so Hannah is all about trying to find her and Sean's song. She goes out with her phone. He turns and gives her a hug, and then she plays a song on her phone, thinking, like, oh, it's perfect, the sky, the, you're hugging me. And then he's like, yes, R.I.P. Fuzzball. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, I was just burying my hamster. They live in the city. They don't own that tree. Anyway, yeah, she's got to, they got to come up, they got to, <laughs> this is her MO for the majority of the episode. So now we go back to the apartment with Cherry and Punky busting out their dance moves for Izzy, and Izzy's all like, the 80s were a strange time, apparently. <laughs> and we get the challenge, uh, uh, the name drop of the things that happened in the 80s, the, the Challenger and Chernobyl and also Cherry brings up homophobia and how it wasn't so great in the 90s because you couldn't bring who you wanted to prom. And this has Punky thinking, hey, we got the 80s block party. Why don't you and Lauren dress up like you would for, for a prom? And it can be like your prom. <laughs> and that's so cute Sherry says I'm going to take my fiance to prom adorable adorable knock on the door it's Travis of course and he's saying he's got the table all set up for the 80s block party and he's just waiting for the banner to get back from the printer he also asks her for a glass of water they're just, they're too formal with each other to the point where it's bordering on suspicion. And even Cherry picks up on, like, like, was that Travis? What's with you two? Are you dating? And Punky says, no, we could just kissed a couple times. And, it's like, and Cherry's like, I need to sit down for this. So Punky goes into the kitchen. And, oh, she calls 8675309. It's like, we all know that song. Gets Travis on the phone, and it turns out he canceled a tour. He decided to back out of his van going on tour because he needs to be a more present parent, as he says. And apparently, they 
wasn't it like Bon Halen or something like that where people can book an, a uh, cover band that does like 80 songs because we're all still in our minds living in the 80s. I mean, the 90s were good too because I spent like age 8 onward and to 99 I was like 17 at the... So yeah, a lot of my kid preteen teen was pretty much spent in the 80 uh 90s excuse me so but anyway yeah we're just gonna see how that goes no travis and punky aren't getting back together anytime soon she's just surprised that he i guess his band was always on the road and they were doing tours and this and that and the fact that he turned down a tour with his band to be a more present parent, which is understandable. He wants to be more in his kids' lives and everything like that. So now it looks like we're outside of Sean's apartment and Hannah is trying, she keeps trying to create these little moments. It's like she's forcing it. It's like, that isn't going to go over well. It's like now instead of a moment being genuine, you're just trying to set it up. So it, that's not how a song just, you can't, force these moments to happen. They're just supposed to happen just normally. Run of the mill. Sean! Oh my gosh. Crazy running into each other like this. If you live in the same building. You're standing outside my front door. It's so romantic. No, it's not. Oh, I get it. You're trying to force a new song on me. Only because our song sucks. Maybe you can't slow dance to it, but the song makes me think of you and our incredible first case. Makes me think of a crime scene. You know what? If it means so much to you, this can be our song. I don't care. Well, now it can't, because we're having our first fight. Another milestone! Woohoo! Can you please take this with you on your way out? So now it went from being about their first song as a couple to now they're having their first fight. Because she keeps forcing, she's standing outside his door, he's going to throw trash away, and she goes to hug him while playing a song on her phone. It's like, she's just forcing it, and he's like, oh yeah, you're just trying to create a new song for us. And she says, yeah, because our song sucks. And it's just like, honestly, I don't think it should be a one-person decision I, I don't know it's like because he's like that was playing during our first incredible kiss or our incredible first kiss and i don't like i said it's just teenagers <laughs> i'm just gonna chalk it up to them being teenagers so i say oh can you take my trash for me on your way out and he closes the door on her and then she plays this off while she drags his bag of trash on the floor. Now we're outside and Punky and Sherry are actually setting up for the block party. It looks, even from the little bit that we see, it looks really cool so far. What do you think? Lift balloons or no lift balloons? Oh, a decision to let me weigh in on. Fun. Sherry, you know how much I appreciate your opinion, but with Travis, there's no decision to be made. We made it when we got divorced. You say that, but as your best friend, I can tell when you're waffling. And right now, <laughs> you're doing the waffle. 
t-shirt and blue jeans and <laughs> Punky's mentioning Courtney Cox and waiting to be pulled up on stage and everything and the, the, the awkward, awkwardness of the hugging is just like oh my gosh now you're being you just, uh, it's awkward it's too formal it's just uh. so anyway <laughs> he's like oh where do you want me she's like I don't want you and he's like well where do you want where can I help you out here because he's helping her get set up and everything Oh my god, she's just gotta, she's gotta make a decision. Okay, seriously, what's going on with her? If you don't want to back the, I think she's just wondering if, because I thought they kind of talked about the whole kissing thing in the kitchen. Or it's like, we just, we need to be co-parents and that's that. We don't need to confuse our children with trying to have a relationship again. So, of course, Izzy comes up. She's like, I found some of your old clothes, and she's dressed just like season one punky, looking so adorable. She says, I have poop bags, I have three kinds of treats, I have a leash, I have this, that, and the other. Can I please take Brandy out? And Punky says, okay. And of course she's tear. of course she's like, she probably hasn't seen those clothes since, like, for 35 years when she wore them. So, it's like total flashback. So, so adorable. Oh. <laughs> and I love, is he so excited? She's like, I gotta go tell Brandy the good news. <laughs> oh, also, Punky gives Cherry these adorable multicolored corsages for her and Lauren. And they're, they're just, oh, so cute. 
Alright, let's get this 80s block party blowout kicked off. Sentimental. Principal Lambert can suck it. <laughs> I recommend investing in an S&P 500 index fund, but it's up to you if you want to throw away your hard-earned cash on a raffle. <laughs> Don't give me that look. I already gave you that. Fine. Don't make that duck sick. I can't believe you guys don't like block parties. They're the best. Brandy and I have already had three snow cones. Look at our tongues. Huh? Oh, yeah. Cool party. What's wrong? I messed up with Sean, and now he's mad at me. Sorry. Maybe a snow cone would cheer you up. No, thanks. Not really in a fun kind of mood. So, if you're not going to use your snow cone tickets, thanks. Come on, Girl, you are going to get a snow cone sugar high. Madonna, yeah, exactly. Yep, I'm gonna sew Madonna this thing. So, Punky's actually come to a decision as far as she's gonna talk to Travis about the kiss. And if it means, I think it, she, she says, you know, it just it seems like maybe it's just a nostalgia. And she wants to say about, yeah, you know, she even thinks she closed the door too fast on them, which. Yet, plenty of time to think about it when you guys were getting a divorce. But, I mean, she's thinking of her kids and everything and herself, so, which is important. So, it's like, do you really want to put the kids through that? But anyway, oh my goodness, Izzy is going to have the biggest sugar high. She's had three snow cones, which she shared with the dog. And then she goes over to Hannah, who's upset because she and Sean are in a fight. She's like, he's mad at me. I'm not really in a celebrating mood. 
And, of course, Punky is taking pictures of some break dancers and of Hannah and Travis and Izzy and Brandy and the boys. And Hannah notices, like, there's something up, like, what's with you and Mom? And he's like, oh, there's nothing up with us or anything like that. We go over to the raffle table wall where the boys are kind of... They're pushing people aside, like, no, 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 you don't want to spend money on this raffle, invest it in something else. And, of course, Diego, this girl comes up and says, uh, Diego said, no, we, ju we just went on break. Sorry, no can do. Because she wants to buy a ticket. So, this might be, I'm guessing, Punky, or, <laughs> Punky's daughter, um, Soleil's daughter, Jagger. And she's like, oh, that's all right. I just wanted to tell you that I think you're cute. So, of course, Diego's like, oh, take all the raffle, <laughs> raffle tickets you want, free of charge. And Daniel wants to wrestle them out of Diego's hand. Like, and then, no, sister, keep walking. <laughs> of course, Lauren and Cherry look adorable in their prom, prom outfits. Cherry rocking the headband like it's season one and two, Punky Brewster. Hannah's walking around, and of course she hears the law and order theme. Oh, because Sean comes dressed as John Cusack's character from Say Anything holding a giant boombox. This prize better be worth it. <laughs> storage with a bunch of pictures of him with his mullet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hannah. I made a mistake. The song can't be our song unless we both want it. So what do you say we pick a new one? Together. Aww. Well, but now I love this one. Let's not change it, though. The only thing better than one snow cone is two snow cones. Right, Brandy? Where's the dog? He had him on a leash. Oh no. oh no! Have you seen a dog with a tongue that looks like this? Brandy! 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 Where are you? Here you are. I'm sorry, I love you. It's not because I don't love you. You look like someone I used to know. The name's Izzy. I'm Susan. Nice to meet you. Are you crying? I'm just really happy you found your girl. Thanks, the boy. You know what would cheer you up? Snow cone. <laughs> so I think it's sweet that Sean and Hannah... <laughs> It's just so cute. He's got the boombox, and it's playing the Law and Order theme, and she's like, oh, but I love this song. And he's like, a song shouldn't be ours unless we both agree to it, basically. It's like, aww. She's like, yeah, but now I like this song, but we should definitely still change it. <laughs> uh, so it was, that was a sweet moment. I like that. And she's like, where do you find a boombox? He's like, oh, yeah, in, in storage. My dad's with pictures of him and his mullet. 
<laughs> so, of course, Izzy's got two snow cones. Whoa, she's eating one. She's what, had five or six. That How is she not, like, out from just a sugar high? Like, you have the end of the boom, you just, you crash. <laughs> but anyway, she realizes that Brandy is missing. She's looking for her everywhere. And she see him, him. Well, I know we couldn't call him Brandon number two, but it's just, it's confusing. You couldn't call him Brady or something. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, finds Brandy with a woman with blonde hair. And of course, you know that Izzy is dressed like season one punky. So of course, this woman, the way she, that she reacts, is almost like she stepped back in time 35 years ago and she says oh you just remind me of someone I used to know and she says oh I'm happy that you 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 found your girl and of course Izzy says oh uh it's a boy and she says my name is Izzy and Susan says my name is Susan and it's just interesting because yes it's been 35 years in season one, Punky Brewster, Punky said her mom had long brown hair. So, I mean, people can color their hair whenever they, I mean, over the course of 35, if they want to. That's totally their prerogative. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's, that was a sweet moment. So now, of course, we're going to get to Travis and his cover band. We got Lauren and Sherry cheering them on. And, of course, Punky's. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right, because she was taking pictures with her camera, probably for, like, the neighborhood newsletter or, or something, or maybe on her blog or something like that. Just highlights from the 80s block themed block party. We are Von Halen, and we've got some totally righteous tunes for you today. Oh, Starting the with band the classic I'd like to dedicate to someone very special. She used to be my best girl. Now, she's my best friend. This one's for you, Punky. Aww. Everybody can 
everyone, the kids, the adults, all of them. And I like that Travis dedicated the song to her. And it's like, oh, adorable. And I love how Hannah says, okay, I'll have to admit, the 80s were kind of a blast. And then here comes Diego and Daniel and then Brandy and Izzy. <laughs> so, so cute. Aw. Everyone's just dancing, having a good time. You were amazing. <laughs> Thanks. It's not the dream, but playing those songs does make it nostalgic for what was. It sure does. I'm glad you clarified things between us, because I couldn't. Guess I just had to finally accept that you and I are better in the friend zone. You were right. Dang it. <laughs> Why am I always right? <laughs> hey, everyone. It's time for the raffle. Oh, Neil, make sure eyes are on top. No way. You seem long dig for prizes in the cereal box. She goes deep. Is this so good? Prizes in the cereal box? And the winner is... Susan B. Oh, you sold like five other tickets. I mean, yay. <laughs> We wasted $67 trying to win a glorified accordion. All that energy spent lying and scheming. Guess we learned our lesson. Yeah, don't cheat. That, until you know it's worth cheating for. Hey guys, since Susan didn't claim it and you were the next ticket, here you go. Awesome. Stuck with the guitar. Oh, come on. Necessarily. Hey, what is something? Thanks. Cools with five hundred dollars. Hello, eBay. Oh. Okay. Now we learned our lesson. I know who Susan B is. I just met her. She's right over there. Or was. She's a nice old lady. Said I reminded her of someone he used to know. What? Kind of weird, cause that's what you said too. Then she started tearing up, just like you. What is it with the soft pitch? Mom? So, Travis tells Punky, you're right. I think it's better for both of us if we just kind of stick to us being in the friend zone. And, of course, we get to the raffle. And the winner is not Diego or Daniel. It's Susan B. Winner of a keytar. And both the boys are like, a keytar? Really? A glorified accordion? Uh, no, thank you. So it turns out since Susan didn't claim the prize, goes to the boys and... God, why would you give away a gift? $67 worth of a gift. You basically paid $67 for that thing. So they give it to some random guy it's like turning around like oh five hundred dollars hello ebay and it's like all right well i guess now we learned our lesson guys oh my goodness children money will you ever learn don't do that so izzy goes over to punky and says yeah susan b i uh, just met her i mean i mean she's over there well she was over there um she's a really nice older lady she uh started tearing up and saying that i reminded her of somebody and then, as he says, kind of like what you're doing now and what you've told me. And it just clicks in Punky's brain as she turns and she's, Mom? 
It's like, yeah, yes, that was your mom. It's like the first episode and the second to last episode here, we get this. It was like near misses, and I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, that's basically the episode. Oh, I loved this episode. I loved it right up there with the pilot episode, 110%. If I had to pick between these two and, of course, the series one finale, their series finale, definitely those are my top three out of all of, like, definitely 100%. Um... I'm giving this one five brandy tail wags because it was everything. And I'm not just saying that because I grew up in the 80s. I'm saying that because I just, I loved the outfits. I loved the, the, the character, you know, honoring, you know, the characters and Madonna and Marty McFly. And I've never seen the movie say anything. But anyway, it's just, ah, oh, so good. It's, it's just so fun. I just, I love the jokes. I love the callbacks and the throwbacks and everything. Um, yeah. so, Punky's Principles, I'm gonna throw that in Daniel and Diego's corner. Guys, do not, do not waste your money on raffle tickets. It could even be said with lottery tickets. I mean, come on, just, if you want to get a lottery ticket or a raffle ticket, maybe one or two, but don't blow 60 plus dollars. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Odds are you're not going to win anyway, no matter how many that you have. That's just, I mean, if you want to play to lose, I mean, that's up to you. That's your prerogative. But, um, yeah. And honestly, and, and again, with, with Hannah and, and Sean, it's like, come on. You can't force a moment to happen, and you can't make it special on purpose. It has to just happen. It's something that you look back on with fondness. Not just like, oh, we're creating a moment. I should be feeling this. Just, everything's so perfect. It's like, that's not how it works. You don't create a moment on purpose. It just happens by happenstance. So, all right. Of course, next week is the season one finale, series finale. Coincidentally enough, titled Mother's Day, season one, episode 10. Got it. This one actually is an 8.2. 80s Ball Party had 8.3. See, a foster hearing that will decide Izzy's future inspires Punky to confront her past. Yes. We finally do, in this episode, get the meetup of Susan and Punky, and I'm here for it 110,000%. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and I will be back next week with Mother's Day. Season 1, Episode 10, Series Finale of Punky Brewster 2021. If you guys want to email the podcast, you can do so at punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye, everyone.